Coffee's for closers only. It's not the length, it's what you do with it while you have it. Here, here. I feel dirty and not in a good way. to pull out some new clips this week. I was listening oh. to some of our shows from the last couple of weeks and I was like, oh yeah, i got to grab that, i got to grab that and I just didn't have time. Right. Welcome back. It's uh, your boys. <laughs> <laughs> your boys. Every time, every time my son Hunter starts one of his YouTube videos. Right. His vlogs. He's always like, yo, what's up? It's your boy. <laughs> no. I'm like, Dude, you're a 19-year-old white boy from Brisbane. What? Yeah. Why? Who are you talking yeah. to? Yeah. Why are you their boy? And why are you starting everything with yo? I mean, look, I know I'm a wigger, but I grew up in the 80s and 90s listening to yeah. NWA, right. Public Enemy, you're legit. You know, LL Cool J. Right. What's he done? Uh, 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 you know, <laughs> Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> you know, yeah. so uh, he listens to white rappers. I'm like, yeah, that's, that like doesn't... third generation. Like, no, <laughs> no. You know, I, no, I grew up watching cred. Tarantino films, exactly, and Spike Lee films, at least black exploitation films. Shaft. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I, I, I think I have the right to pretend to be a if, black guy. <laughs> if anybody uh, should be saying, yo. I mean. Should be you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that that makes me an honorary black guy and <laughs> you're my son, un- so therefore you, you, you've inherited I'm uncomfortable. some of that, I guess. Right. I, I don't know how But he's works. doing well. So, hey, good for him. Hashtag Here we go. real wiggers matter. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Wigger lives. Wigger, wigger lives, lives matter. matter. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <clears throat> All right, serious. Yes. <clears throat> well, yeah. this, serious This topics. is a show about God. Anyway. I'm so excited about these next few shows, Ray. Right. Um, let's get into it. After Lorenzo de Medici's death in 1492, mm-hmm. when Columbus's <laughs> statues were pulled down. No, wait, that was that's, that's 2020. 2020. Um, yeah. uh, when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Mm-hmm. Booty call, our old friend Botticelli, gave up painting, abandoned his humanist studies, and became a hardcore fundamentalist Christian. Hell yeah. Now, for to- for Tommy G out there, don't worry, Tommy, this isn't an episode no, about no, art no. or girly things like that. You'll be, it's fine, Tom, relax. This is God, fire, brimstone, yeah. Stay tuned. Scourging. Stay tuned in, Tommy. Yeah, don't hit yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, this- Tommy said he didn't like the oh. didn't like the art episodes, Tommy. Why, because, you know, he's a simple could, simple man. Too close like to fixing his, his boats and bowling. inside. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Too close to your feminine side, maybe. Um, <laughs> he became a hardcore fundamentalist Christian, yeah. booty call, as did a lot of Florentines. The reason? Well, they fell under the spell of the original fire and brimstone preacher, and that's who <laughs> we're going to be talking about yeah. for the next few episodes. Now, I, I first heard about this guy... When I first read Machiavelli's The Prince, mm-hmm. when I was in my early 20s, 
I've always wanted to know more about him. He wasn't rich. Right. He didn't have an army. No. He didn't come from nobility. He wasn't sent by the Pope. In fact, the Pope <laughs> hated him, and he hated the Pope. <laughs> right back. But yeah. he managed to do what so many rich men with armies, including Popes, had failed to do for 50, 60 years. Yeah. He overturned the government of Florence, kicked out Boom. the Medici family, right. and took control of the city. And he did it with his words. Yes. Like we do on this year <laughs> right. podcast. Well, he he d- changed the world right. with his words. But they were. To top it off, special. he was a precursor of the Reformation. Don't yeah. interrupt me, I'm so, doing the intro. Oh. To top it off, he was a precursor of the Reformation. He is famous for the bonfire of the vanities. His name, of course, was Girolamo Savonarola. Yeah. Who has the best birthday ever. Because <laughs> it's mine. He was born yeah. on the uh, day of the midget, <laughs> the 21st of September. High priest midget. 1452. Right, right. What's the year of your birth, Ray? Uh, was it 1952? 66. Oh, 66. Oh, you're a lot older than you... You look a lot older than you are. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> um, particularly with that beard. You, yeah. you still got the beard? Not the big one, no. Just a junior version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Too hot for that. <laughs> Boy. You're too hot too or the weather's too hot? <laughs> you know, a little from A, a little from B. Born in Ferrara, a town in the north of Italy, about halfway between Florence and Venice, uh, in 1452, the same year as Richard III of England and Leonardo da Vinci. He was the third of seven children. His grandfather was the court physician to Niccolò de Este, Marquess of Ferrara, and a condottiere. He was a lovely bloke. Right. Niccolò d'Este. What do you know about uh, Nicky d'Este? I only know two things about him. You know I ha- how much I hate to disappoint you. One, he got the job of Marquis when he was age 10. Normally that would lead to a quick death, but fortunately he was not killed or locked up in a room and starved. So he made it to adulthood. Good for him. But uh, no, I don't know what kind of Marquis he was. Was he a good man? Did he look after the common? Yeah. folk great man great Aww. man um you know a lot, a lot of great stories about him my favorite is in 1425 he had his both his wife parasina right and his illegitimate son ugo executed on charges of adultery <laughs> with Did you each other that's hot you said his illegitimate yeah, i know child yeah so he, yeah he's yeah. the it center there better. no 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 <laughs> She was. He's the sinner. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. She was. <laughs> she was his second wife, Parasina. Right. He had no kids with his first wife, who died of the plague, Aww. but obviously had his son Ugo with uh, a, I don't know a handmaid. Yeah. Um, he was twenty years older than his second wife, Parasina. Hot. <laughs> but she happened to be about the same age as his illegitimate son, nope. Ugo. Nope. They were apparently hiding out in a castle together to escape the plague of 1423. And, And, uh, well, you know, like, as you well know, it's not incest if you think it's the end of the world and she's a stepmother. (laughs) I mean, free pass. Everyone, everyone knows that. It's not incest. Uh, Come on, I mean, you can't get pregnant. 
end of the world. <laughs> Who hasn't had sex with a member of their family during the COVID lockdown? My, I mean, seriously. My hand's not up. <laughs> Something else is up, but not your hand. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Ba-dum-boom. He also uh, decreed after this that all women within his domain sure. found to be guilty of adultery were to be put to death. Better. Fortunately... Or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, he had to rescind the order Uh once uh, some people came forward and said, you realise that will wipe out half the population of uh, Ferrara. (laughs) We can't It'll just be all blokes. Yeah. Because Ferrara and women love to fuck. Everyone knows that. (laughs) That's why we're here. Yeah. Little known fact, that's where the Ferrari gets its name. It goes from zero to 100 in 2.9 seconds, just like... The women's. The girls in Ferrara. A road trip in a Ferrari. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, back to uh, uh, Savonarola. Yeah. What do you want to tell us about Savonarola to kick this party off, apart from the fact that he has the same birthday as you, which, by the way... Right. Makes me see you in a whole new light. Now I'm going to be a lot more careful around you moving forward. You should. But remember, I was meant to be born in November, but God himself intervened, <laughs> made me born two months earlier. And so then, and then the bu- whole bubble story came along. So uh, either way, blame God. That's what I do. Uh, do you want to talk about his impact or do you just want to kind of keep going with the, uh, with the bio? I can do either one, my friend. The bio. All right. Bio, bio, bio. Now, the Savarola men in the past had been merchants, they'd been physicians, they'd been lawyers, they'd been clerics. You know, not bad, good, steady income or whatever. In fact, there was an overall family link to Paduan aristocracy because, uh, and Padua was about 20 miles north of Ferrara, supposedly the Porta Savonarola, one of the city's gates in Padua, is supposed to be a monument to the family's former preeminence. But times have changed. They are no longer the top dogs they used to be. However, Grandpapa Michel was one of the most successful of the family. Like you said, he is going to join the the court, the Dieste court as a physician. But before that, he wrote medical. He, he uh, taught in a medical facility at Padua's University, and he wrote medical textbooks about pulse, about urine, about pregnancy, and about pediatrics. So he's an intelligent man, he's a professional, but he's also devout, which will heavily influence young Gear Rolamo. He uh, wrote books about any medical condition starting with the letter P. Pediatrics, <laughs> pregnancy, physiog, 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 I can never say this word, physiognomy. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Purgatives, it, right. pulse, and piss. They were anything beginning with the letter P. They came to him one day and they P said, expert. Uh, can you write a book for us on urine? And he goes, no, urine's a letter U. Sorry, can't do that. <laughs> they said, what if we just call it piss? Piss I can do. I'm there. Piss? Yeah. The reason was uh, he only had on his typewriter, he only had a letter P. <laughs> it's Big letter P. Didn't count. have a lot of other letters. Yeah. <laughs> he also, apart from uh, relig- uh, medical works, he wrote religious works Aww. with uh, really catchy names yeah. like like on penitence and confession. Right. And uh, my favourite in praise of John the Baptist, 
in that one, he yeah. said that John the Baptist should be a role model for preachers of his day. Sure. Not Jesus, no, mind you. Just Forget right Jesus. Over. Jesus was a pussy. Yeah. Jesus was a pussy. John the Baptist he, is the guy. He's the, man. he's the one you want. Because yes. he wore clothing made out of camel hair that was fucking uncut. I don't know if you've ever got naked and rubbed up against a camel. I'd have to answer Ray. that. I know you've done that with... <laughs> Lots most, of barn animals. Most four-legged animals. Not how many camels right. there are in Virginia, but uh, I know there are lots of women who <laughs> look like camels, but... <laughs> hey, that was my cousins. I... <laughs> <clears throat> he wore this, you know, hair skin clothing. Right. Even Jesus said, fuck that. Give me a nice robe. Thank you very yeah. much, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what? what? Um, my favorite book of his. In... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. After you. My favorite book of his, you mentioned John, uh, In Praise of John the Baptist, but my book, even though I don't have the title, is the books that he wrote that connected illness to God's will. So the other ones are now suddenly, to me, the medical, the, the medical texts are now suspect. If he's got a book saying, if you're ill, there's a good chance you're not good with God. So even though he was a doctor, I do now have to question the quality of his work, if, he, if, if that's his connection. But hey, the point is he was successful, he was devout, and he's going to make a big imprint on his grandson. Well, technically he's right. Please explain. Well, uh, from, an, from a Three Illusions perspective, right? right if, yeah. if we say that God's will is just a you know, primitive way of saying the laws of the universe, the laws right. of physics... But, All illness yes. is the result of the laws of physics, a.k.a. God's will. That's true. However, I think we can both safely assume that he is not talking about the general universe. He is talking about the old white guy in a beard, in a nice clean robe, not in camel hair. I'm not sure about the slippers, but he's talking about the old white guy, beard, robe, sitting on a throne, maybe a trident. I don't know if that's too flashy or not. Maybe a thunderbolt. No, if it's Flash, if he's trying to be like the Flash, he's got wings coming out of his helmet. We did that on right. uh, Botticelli right. episode. Yeah. That's but, he would look flashy. But this guy's if well. Tri- if he's got a try yeah. and he's looking Aquaman, right. <laughs> I can talk to tri- dolphins. Anyway, he's well read. He's a writer. He's devout. This is some guy. Very devout. Yes, very devout. Yeah, yeah. well educated and very devout. Yeah. And these two things come together in his grandson. Now, uh, the doctor lived across the road from Girolamo's father, and he was Girolamo's tutor. And he thought, boy, was bright. Yeah. Ugly as sin, he said, but he's bright. Look at that nose. Um, Oi. He's not going to be getting any jobs on the catwalk, Vogue. (laughs) Uh, None of that. Playgirl. Uh, he decide. Although, right. you know, uh, Adam Driver seems to have a career yes. as an actor. So if Adam Driver if can, he can do, do it, it, like it. You, maybe Gerolamo Savonarola's got a chance. That's a good point. He was just uh, 600 years before he started. Right. Um, that's really what he wanted was to be a model um, right. and an actor in big budget, Space badly films. written Star Wars <laughs> films. Um, but but it was taken. Uh, he had he had the. He, Quite frankly, he ended up wearing a Jedi costume, so He's he wasn't there. that far right. removed. Oh, yeah, good one. Yeah, he would have made a good Jedi. Yeah. He had the look. He was um, certainly um, single-minded uh, in his yes. work, so he would have yeah. been a great Jedi. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, Savona, Savona roller with a lightsaber. Okay. Imagine that. Right. I strike you down for done. God. This is God's love. I, I don't know. 
Anyway, the grandfather thought the boy showed promise and he decided that he should go on and have a proper education, study all the good stuff, you know, logic, philosophy, and then eventually go into medical school. Yeah. He yeah. said, with a face like that, you need a scalpel. So Surgical in, mask. In, in Ferrara, uh, young Girolamo got a good humanist education, right. studied the poetry of Petrarch, the logic and philosophy of Plato. He's on his way, you might think, of, to being a, a good Renaissance humanist. He's got the brains and he's got the education. Now, I don't want to jump too far ahead. So he's, he's got this classical education. He's well on his way. And we all know that um, every family wants a, a doctor in the family, a son, daughter, whatever. He can, he can make a lot of money. He can help out the family. He can get married. He can go on to have other sons. He can keep the family going. He can perpetuate it. But they need the income because this family is not as affluent as they once were. So he's got skill. The dad and the granddad plan out the rest of his life. Everything looks like it's going to work out wonderfully for the family, but somewhere along the way, and it's hard to tell when exactly, God comes in into his heart and fucks everything up. They weren't affluent, but they were effluent. They, uh, mm-hmm. Their bathing right. was not that regular. Uh, it was the Middle Better Ages. Better than some. And, uh, right. They were smelly. Right. They, we'll just put it that way. They were smelly. <laughs> um, somehow, while at university studying to become a doctor... Right. Girolamo decides to renounce all of that and devote himself to God. Now, why? Well, according to his brother, Moro Savonarola, he uh, became acquainted with a young woman named Lodomia Strozzi, the illegitimate daughter. A lot of that going around is illegitimate. (laughs) The illegitimate daughter of Roberto Dunani Strozzi. Yes. Uh, and one of the uh, exiled members of the great Florentine Strozzi Ooh, right. family. Who exiled the Strozzi family, Ray? Uh, that would be the uh, medicine family, the Medici. Yes. <laughs> it was Cosimo. Cosimo. Cosimo de Medici exiled the Strozzi after the Strozzi tried to exile yeah. Cosimo. Dick. He said, no, no, you don't exile me. I exile <laughs> That's how this works, you. bitch. Yeah. Biatch. So one day as uh, young Girolamo and uh, young Lodomia were mm. talking uh, window to window. Right. They were in isolation, probably the plague. <laughs> uh, had to keep socially distanced, right. one and a half metres apart. Yep. Across the narrow street, separating their two houses. He whips it out. Girolamo oh, right. just decided to flop it out there. <laughs> and uh, that didn't get him anywhere. So then he asked if she would become his wife. Right. Uh, and according to his brother... She, regardless of the well-known shame of being born in adultery, yeah. replied arrogantly and offensively, <gasps> Do you think that the blood of the great house of Strozzi would deign to be united with the house of Savonarola? Uh, whereupon, yeah. young Girolamo replied, and do you think that the house of Savonarola would care to give one of its legitimate sons <gasps> to a bastardo like you? Oh, snap. Smooth snap. comeback, 
uh, Podsy. That is pretty so, good. Uh, <laughs> and is so, good according to one of his early biographers, right. Girolamo's love turned into hatred. Not hatred <gasps> of the girl herself, but of her defect. Oh. In other words... <gasps> We, coming from a rich and noble Florentine family, maybe her right. haughtiness, but basically, yeah, basically, right. she rejected him, which makes Savonarola the original incel. Yes, yes, that's what I have written in my notes. He's an incel instead of just hating her. You did? Yes, I see. I'll take a picture. We both landed on that. <laughs> well, that's what we know. Um, but the point is, he could have just hated her. But no, that hate went outward. And how many of us, I know you haven't can personally, but every every other male on this planet has been shot down by a beautiful woman. And um, it hurts, don't get me wrong, but you don't suddenly turn to the dark side. And you get the sense that he's between this and maybe the, uh, what his grandfather was teaching him, which we can get to later, you get the sense that he's starting to hate the world as it is, and he wants to change it. This guy is not happy. He's not a happy camper. <laughs> No, I don't um, don't think I've ever been rejected. No. Oh, in high school. Yeah, not since high school, though. Right. No. Don't know, don't know what... I, I just didn't have my game in high school, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I got laid a lot in high school, don't get me wrong. Right. But, right. you know, I didn't have 100% but, strike rate. Uh, 90. But 90% strike rate. Everything in, in you know school. now is going to waste. Don't get me wrong, for good reason, because you're in love. But the next book you should write... I would think would be some guidance mm. uh, to younger men mm. to help the incel mm. movement de-incel mm-hmm. themselves. Anyway, let's let's continue. <laughs> uh, look, he he became bitter about not just her, uh, but the state of the world, yeah. and and decided to become a lifelong enemy of everything that was good in the world: love, yeah. beauty, uh, art. He, Rich people. He goes to the dark side. Yes. Like, and this is because, you know, uh, fear turns to hate <laughs> and hate <laughs> turns to the dark side. And right. that's... That's where he's at. Uh, yeah. That's what happened here. He he became a Sith Lord, the, the Sith Lord of uh, Florence. In a poem he wrote in 1472 mm-hmm. with the catchy uh, <laughs> title On the Ruin of the World. Keep it simple. That's my motto. Uh, he's only 20 yeah. here, mind you. And he writes On the Ruin of the World. <laughs> kind of reproaches God for letting the world uh, fall into shit. Like yeah. he doesn't hold back here. No. I'm going to read read a section of this. Um I won't do it in my excellent Italian accent because I want people to follow it. Right. Although it's true, and I believe, rector of the world, that your providence is infinite, nor could I not believe it since it's proved to be to me by experience, sometimes when I see the world turned upside down and every virtue and good practice fallen to the ground, it seems colder than snow. I found no light or even anyone who shows shame for his vices. Some deny you, some say you were sleeping, but I believe you were only waiting, O eternal king, to deliver greater punishment for the world's sins. Perhaps then it is near and you await the last day when hell will tremble. For us, virtue is finished for all time. Cato goes begging. 
The hand of the pirate has grasped the scepter. St. Peter falls to the ground. Do you not see the mad satyr? How proud, how like a river of vice, how my heart consumes me with its great indignation. Oh, look at that catamite and that pimp robed in purple, a clown followed by the rabble, adored by a blind world. Do you not scorn that lascivious pig? He pleasures himself and usurps your high praises with sycophants and parasites, while your followers are exiled from country to country. The world is so oppressed with every vice that it will never rid itself of its burden without help. Down falls Rome, its capital, never again to resume its great office. O Brutus, how will you grieve, and you, Fabricius, learning of this second great ruin? Not only Catiline or Sulla, Marius, Caesar or Nero, but every man seeks to do some sort of harm. The time of reverence and purity has gone. And it concludes, My song Take care not to put your trust in the colour purple. It was a terrible film and Steven Spielberg really sort of went off the rails there. He was doing E.T. Jump the shark. It was great. Right. You know, Jaws, uh, Close Encounters, E.T. Right. He's, you know, the guy with the producing whip. the... Producing the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. and then the, the color purple Oprah Winfrey. Really, you had to unleash her on the world. Uh, flee palaces and balconies, and take care to share your thoughts with few, so that to the whole world you will be hostile. So let's break that down. The yeah. pirate he's referring to, where he says the hand of the pirate has grasped the scepter. Ooh. Who's he talking about, Ray? Oh, mm, one of the popes, but I can't remember the name. Is this the guy? Well, that... who was the who was the pope in fourteen seventy two? Yeah, like I like I had that fucking memorized <laughs> list of popes. Well, we've only been we've only talked about him for like a year. <laughs> that would have been Pope Sexy, and I know it. Pope Sixtus the Fourth, Francesco oh. della Roveri. Right. Um, you know, of course, there was literally a pirate who yes. was Pope earlier, as we know, but uh, that's going back a ways. Right. right. Um, yeah. So this is, and he was an anti-Pope, technically speaking. So Pope Sixtus uh, is the pirate. He calls the Pope a pirate and a catamite. A boy kept for homosexual practices. Pretty strong words for uh, a a (laughs) 20-year-old. Yeah. But as he says at the end of the poem, he kept this to himself. Take care to share your thoughts with you so that to the whole world you will be hostile. He kept it to himself until many years later. I have to think that for all the trouble that this guy is going to cause, Florence, the Medici's, and Italy in general, I would like to think of going up to a hooker and a $20 hand job might have saved us all a lot of trouble. I don't know. I wasn't there or whatever. But the point is, if he can get rejected by her and even hate the Pope, and he is sure that God will return one day and punish all of them, uh, this guy, one, is bitter, and two, he's already got ideas about God, Jesus, whatever, returning to punish all the sinners. So that idea, if it wasn't put there by his grandfather, which it probably was, is now, you know, firmly in his head. So he's already, at the age of 20, he's already got this, you know, God's going to come back and take care of all you sons of bitches. All you alls. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at the age of twenty, he's he's dark man. He's Just gone to the dark off. side. God, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, not long after that, in his early twenties, uh, he took a trip to Faenza near Ravenna. Pleasure trip. Oh. Just chilling with the boys, yeah. uh, and happened to stumble across an Augustinian preacher. And it uh, deeply connected with him. He had a dream that night that ice-cold water had been poured over him. And he woke up saying the desires of his flesh checked the youthful heat that had so often tormented him extinguished. So he had been, you know, wanting to get one, rub one out, uh, (laughs) get his nut off. Right. Um, You know, he'd been hot uh, for teacher. But uh, <laughs> after this dream, oh, he sucks it all. He sucks yeah. it all back in. Right, uh, you sucks know, ice cold in. water over yeah. the nuts will do that to you. Yeah, um, or That's a pool, right. cold pool in the morning. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, get the shower too early. Boxes if they've right. if they've got a big tournament, a big big match coming up that night. Cold shower, you know, gets the gets the <laughs> gets it down. Right. Anyway, down boy. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He decided that day to run away and devote his life to Jesus. It, well, if you think about it, it's going to take care of all of his angst because I'm not even allowed to have sex. It's not a question anymore. That's taken from me. And if that's his big thing at age 20, he has found a cure for it. But uh, you know, the family's not going to be happy. So on April 24th, 1475, he tells his family, he lies to his family, that he's going to some celebrations of St. Uh, Giorgio. Uh, but instead he goes 50 kilometers to Ferrara, um, from Ferrara to Bologna, and he ends up knocking on the door of the convent of San Domenico, Order of the Friars Preachers. He is, like you said, going to give himself to God, and hopefully God will unburden the weight that is on his penis. So, so. Yeah, this all comes from the fact that he's ugly and he can't get laid. I mean, yeah. that really? basically, this is Come my on. honest take on it. He's yes. ugly as fuck. Right. And uh, can't get laid. And this is what happens when guys can't get laid. Um, yeah. This is why prostitution is the most noble profession. <laughs> the oldest and the most noble profession. Because if men it can't helps. get their nut oh, off. They'll change the world, um, baby. They will fuck up the world. Yeah. If I can't fuck they you, will fuck shit I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Melanie's, Mel- Melania's not putting out for Trump, oh, right? no. He's ready to shit a You nuke. know that. Yes. No way is she oh, fucking did you that. S- did you see what she said in the news today? You probably didn't because for you it's morning. She said, his alleged infidelities are not a focus of mine. <laughs> Which, whatever, but you all know it, yeah. we know it, and you're just a coward and you're yeah. making women look bad. But anyway, she just chooses not to go there in her head, and she's surviving, I guess. Anyway, back to the story. Well, I think that she's contractually obliged to yeah. uh, say certain things if she wants the money, man. Yeah, bling bling. Um, yeah. So uh, I want to drill down a few things she said there. So the Feast of San Giorgio, a.k.a. St. George, my right. patron saint. Right. I have him dragon? on a gold... I have him... Have him on my gold ring, killing a dragon. Killing a dragon, okay. Um, do you know the story of St. George, Ray? Okay, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but my daughters and their, and their 
private hippie school, do a play every year, and they've done it for the last 10 years about St. George and the Dragon, and I know fuck all. So there's a dragon, he's messing with people, and I guess St. George almost dies, it comes back, whoops ass. I literally do not know, don't tell my kids. Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing. Yeah. The St. George story right. goes way back. Um, you know, the, the, the um, father of church history, Eusebius, contemporary of Constantine the First, mm-hmm. wrote about St. George in the uh, early 300s. Uh, but the dragon story didn't turn up until the 11th century. So but he goes Barry. way back early in that. Yeah. yeah. He was supposedly a Roman officer of Greek descent mm-hmm. who was martyred uh, in one of the pre-Constantinian persecutions, may have been Darkian, maybe have been Diocletian. Probably, I think the earliest versions of it say it was Darkian, but later on it gets turned into Diocletian because it's just easier. Everyone yeah. knew of the persecutions of Diocletian, so let's just lump it in there. Um, here's a nice World War II connection for you, though. Oh. The whole dragon story, as I said, didn't turn up in the stories until the 11th century. Somebody just goes, oh, let's throw a dragon in there. It's always... <laughs> wow. It always, always makes stories better. Right. Um, I agree. The lance that he uses to kill the dragon is called what, Ray, for $500? I, I don't know. If they didn't put it in the kid's play, then um, I don't know. It's called Ascalon. Ascalon. Why have I heard of that? What is that? That was the name that Winston Churchill uh-huh. named his... Penis. Private aircraft and oh, his penis in right. World War II. But yeah, it was both of those. <laughs> but it was his private aircraft that he flew around in a World War II. He named it Ascalon after St. George's Lance that nice. he used Ego to much? kill the right. dragon. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ego, but I also love, you got to love, you gotta, look, and, and as we know, Churchill's statues are getting uh, yeah. uh, uh, not pulled down yet, I think, like Columbus, but they've been uh, graffitied and painted and yes. people are wanting them removed, which I, I'm all for. Uh, fuck Churchill, as I always say. I've been right. getting into a lot of good Facebook debates recently. People are going... A lot of people go, well, you can't judge him by the views of the time. We have to understand that you can't judge people in history. But I go, okay, so we can't judge Hitler then, I guess, because uh, he was was a man of his time and he was doing what he believed was right. Yeah, he hated the Jews. Everyone hated the Jews, so that's okay. Uh, You good with that? No? Then shut the fuck up. Um, It's my favourite comeback to that story. Don't make me look uh, at my anyway, yeah. Right, right. Anyway, back to Churchill. So, um, no, back to Girolamo, I guess. Right. So, yes, he went to uh, this uh, convent of St. Domenico in Bologna, 50 kilometres from Ferrara. Now, it is still there, by the way. I looked it up. Nice. The convent of San Domenico in Bologna, still there, still operating as a religious convent. Oh, God. A number of, you know, the, these places are still there but aren't religious convents anymore, like the the uh, church, the convent of San Marco in Florence, where he ends up, uh, right. is is a museum today. It's right. uh, not a religious uh, church anymore. Um, you know, when Napoleon came in, he took uh, all these places away from the religious orders and he made them all secular, usually army barracks and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and some have been restored in the 20th century, uh, um, including this one. 
It has 20 friars, 20 students, and right. the remains of St. Dominic. Wow. So it's like ground it's zero. He, yeah. It's where he died Aww. in 1221. God called um, him. Home. Right. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. God called him to Bologna. Um, <laughs> anyway. I always want to play this song whenever we talk about St. Dominic. <laughs> Cleaning all the windows, singing songs about it at PSO. And I hear blue strains of no regret on across the street from Cathedral Notre Dame. Meanwhile, back in San Francisco. I'm trying hard to make this whole thing blend Yet we sit upon this jagged Story block with you, my friend And it's a long way Buffalo It's a long way to Belfast City too I'm hoping the joys won't blow the hoist Cause this time they've been off more than they can chew As we gaze out on 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 Classic, classic Van the Man, yes. 1972 from the album St. Dominic's Preview. Nice. Uh, yes, the, the remains of St. Dominic are in the uh, convent of San Domenico. By the way, the Dominican Republic is also named after St. Dominic. Did you know that? No, but it makes sense. Cool. cool. The first settlement in the New World created by... Uh, Columbus, I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it um, the King uh, American, and Queen of Spain? American, American history degree there for you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, does not know who created the first uh, European settlement in the Americas. <laughs> that, uh, that, uh, what did that degree cost you? Was it like five bucks in a blowjob? Is that uh, you know under the bridge? Yeah. Is that where you got so, your, your history like degree? That. Yeah. Yeah. Created by Bartholomew. Columbus, brother of Christopher Columbus, great uncle I said of Detective Columbus. Detective Columbus, right? So yeah, who's embarrassed? Then now? you said, "I don't know, I don't know." <laughs> I said, "I don't know which one of the, the family of the Columbus." No, you didn't <laughs> say that, you lying motherfucker. That's how I, got this um, job. I keep telling you, what's right? what's rule number one on our podcast, Ray? Uh, what's rule number one? Uh, don't don't guess. 
Don't guess. Don't right. guess. Um, the first <laughs> settlement created by the Columbus Brothers, Columbus and Columbus, Inc., right. was called uh, Santo Domingo de Guzman, his full name. The convent, by the way, uh, also has a lot of Savonarola's original writings oh, in wow. their library, the original manuscripts. So, he was busy. Uh, yeah. Good on them. Yeah. yeah. So he knocks on the door. He asks to be admitted. A couple of days later, he gets accepted. He puts on, as you said, the Dominican habit. Now, the Dominican habit consists of Camel hair. A gay and no, no, an undergarment no. that covered the legs from groin to ankle. Yeah, it does. The uh, monastic cord worn around the waist mm-hmm. next to the flesh. Handy for uh, <laughs> strangling people with if they uh, piss you off. <laughs> a white tunic right. secured at the waist with a leather belt. Mm-hmm. And a white scapula thing that goes over your head right. consisting of two strips of cloth, one falling over each shoulder and a black hooded mantle, also known as the kappa, the cap. Damn. Uh, so... He looks like a cross between uh, a Sith Lord and someone out of Handmaid's Tale, basically. And either way, he's not getting laid. Those days are over. Well, they never were, uh, as it turns out. That's That's why he ended up here in the first place. So he, um, yeah. So he gets he gets the tonsure. He receives the haircut. Of course, he had to be questioned about his motives. I guess he passed. But let's be honest. I think the Dominicans and the uh, and the Franciscans, unless you're absolutely something's wrong with you, they're not going to turn you away because they need all the numbers they can get. But before he had left, I think I've got this right. He he had written a letter to his father asking for forgiveness for basically letting the world, letting the family down because they needed his job, his money, his position, all that kind of stuff. And now he's going to be a poverty God uh, Bible thumper. So anyway, so he asked for forgiveness, but he just had to get away from the wicked world, which to us means that young lady that turned him down and that God had answered all of his questions about what to do with his life. But at the end of the day, he had to escape all the villainy that was around him. Mm, Yeah, he wrote a letter to his father, left it tucked behind some books against the window of his room and uh, said to his father, read it, it will tell you something about me. And what it tells us is that uh, Girolamo is not in a good place. Like he's, uh, he's gone over to the dark side. Part of it reads, For this indeed is indeed the chief reason which led me to the religious life and to a monastery, namely the boundless misery of this world and the extreme unrighteousness of most men, the adulteries, thefts, idolatries, impurities, and hideous blasphemies unto which... This age hath so far reached that there may be found none that doeth good. For which cause was I wont oft times a day to repeat with tears, Haste thee, haste to escape from a land that is cruel and greedy. What are we doing? Simple folk and women teach us more by example than by words to reject human affairs and follow Christ alone. They take possession of heaven while we, with our learning, sink to hell. We tell ourselves we have become wise, although we have become fools. Now, we have to remember that, you know, he grew up in the court 
of Niccolò de Este, the mm-hmm. man that uh, said that all women should be executed for <laughs> adultery after his young, sexy wife banged yeah. his equally young, sexy, <laughs> illegitimate son. Uh <laughs> And, and, you know, his father was the court physician. Sorry, his grandfather was the yeah. court physician, as we said earlier. So he's he's poor, yeah. but he's familiar with the opulence Trappings. and the luxury yes. of the court. Yes. Um, and he's been rejected by, the you know, this woman that he fancied. And we have to assume not just her, but probably any other woman he had a crack yeah. at too in those years. Yeah. So he's Can, ugly, yeah. he's relatively poor, he sees luxury and beautiful women around him and he just he just can't, can't handle it, he just snaps. Touch it, yeah. Well, and not only that, but to be in that court and to see that there's probably a lot of flirting going on, whatever, it's, it's all things that he can't have. Nice clothes, nice food, opulence, beautiful women, the best of everything, jewel-encrusted daggers or whatever. It's all what he can't have. So, of course, he's going to reject it. And, and instead of blaming himself, he's going to go, no, the problem is you, the world. I'm fine because it's my sim- simple ways. It's my poverty. It's my uh, stick, sticking to the, the, the root of who I am that makes me better than you. So, of course, he's going to take religion and spin it into his own thing. And, and as we're going to see time and time again, that phrase that you uttered a couple of minutes ago, something about about the simple men and women or the uncomplicated or uneducated men and women. He is going to value them so much uh, because he can identify with them a hell of a lot more than he can with the, with a marquee or any other kind of royal person. So this guy, like you said, is in a very bad place. It's not going to get any better. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. was the uh, first hit single of Cam's uh, white rapper album uh, coming out next year. Uh, but as far as Gilo Man- Malo, uh, shit, Gilo Lamo, his, um, his attitude, as far as Girolamo is concerned, he can't touch any of it, and he's <laughs> yeah. bitter as fuck. Now, remember the Dominican Order started as a response to the Cathars in France who were protesting against the the wealth oh. and hypocrisy and corruption of the Catholic Church, the Albigensian heresy, the Cathars. We talked about them right. many, many episodes ago. Um, and, and <clears throat> you know, sort of this is one of the reasons why we were leading up to this. Yeah, there's, always, there's a plan. Don't you? God has a plan right. for everything, people. Yeah, God has a plan. Master plan. <laughs> Not master race, but master plan. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable now. They'll be pulling Sorry. down your statues in Virginia soon Sorry. if you're not careful, Ray. 
Old Savo. Old Savo's going to take what the Cathars right. started and run with it. And they were declared heretics. Just remember yes. that. They were wiped out by, the, by successive right. popes and kings. Savo goes, right. no, 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 I think, uh, yeah. I think they're onto something. Now, the Dominicans took that and tried to yeah. normalise it. They tried to go, well, people obviously... Feeling yeah, they're a bit like the Trump campaign, right, or, or the Tea Party. They were like, "Well, people are obviously angry. Let's uh, co-opt that anger and right. make it useful." The Dominicans yeah. and the Franciscans did that with the Cathar heresy. Heresy. They were like, "Okay, well, they have genuine reasons to be Ooh, angry. Let's right. let's co-opt it and make it part of. Go. Well, you don't need to go outside." Of uh, the Catholic Church to be angry at the Catholic yeah. Church. You can be angry at the Catholic Church inside here. the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, and still, yeah, and, and still, still just you know, yeah, listen, <laughs> you know, follow the rules. So it's your son. But he goes further than yeah. just complaining about the Pope. <laughs> he develops this vision that the the right. society's lost its way, especially the humanists, of course, with their appreciation of art and beauty and poetry. And he's the man oh, who's yeah. going to bring oh, them back poetry. to the simplicity yeah. of Christianity. And old school, old school Christianity, fire and brimstone. Right. Old, yeah. early testament. Which he's inventing in, in many yeah. ways. He is yeah. the original fire and brimstone preacher. They kind of existed a little bit before him, but they had never been very successful and they'd often been shut down by the church because we know the church didn't like people that were going off and doing dramatic things and getting attention. The church was like, listen, you're making us look bad with all of this poverty bullshit. I'm wearing jewels, man. I'm wearing gold and diamonds. You're running around going, (laughs) you know, poverty, poverty, poverty. Fuck that shit. What do you want? Yeah, listen, I got a harem of little boys here and uh, (laughs) I'm living. I made it. I made it, bitch. Like you're ruining. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't fuck it up for fuck us. Fuck it up, yeah. So yeah. they didn't like this and they, they tended yeah. to shut it down. But Savo, old Savo, right. at least for a while, has a good run at it. Now, he, uh, he wrote, uh, yeah. la, 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 We behave like swine and Epicureans. Everyone praises vice and ridicules virtue. We argue over superficial virtues and consider bodily pleasures to be the highest good. Yeah, we do. If someone is zealous for philosophy and the fine arts, he is a dreamer. If someone lives chastely and modestly, he is unfeeling. If pious, he is called unjust. If he wishes to be just, he is held to be cruel. If he believes and has faith in the greatness of God, he is crass and ingenuous. If he puts his hope in Christ alone, everyone makes fun of him. If he has charity, he is regarded as effeminate, <clears throat> while those who expropriate widows and orphans are called prudent. He who knows how to squeeze out lucre is considered wise, and he who is shrewdest in coming up with fraudulent schemes is venerated. Only he is manly who knows how to produce wickedness and cruelties and great blasphemies who murders his neighbour and spreads sedition and conflict. All is violation and adultery, sodomy, murder and envy. All ambition and pride, hypocrisy and falsity, wickedness and evil. So he is a zealot. That term, by the way, 
comes, as I'm yes. sure you know, from an ancient yes. Jewish sect who... Zebra. No, no. It ran around, <laughs> painted themselves, painted everything in black ancient and white Jewish. stripes right. <laughs> so they could camouflage. <laughs> so which one are you? Comes from the ancient exactly. Jewish sect that was trying to establish a worldwide Jewish theocracy Tried to overthrow the Romans in 66 to 70 CE and they were wiped out in the first Jewish-Roman war. So just in case people have forgotten where the word comes from, that they were the zealots. Yeah, so if I could, so when he rocks up to this, uh, to this, um, when he's going to start school, God, I'm forgetting the word right now. Is it priory? I'm not sure the exact what this is. But when he rocks up there, this church, uh, the church in general already has a lot of history that he doesn't realize what's going on because the Dominicans have taken vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, and all that sounds great. In fact, they don't support themselves with labor, and they don't live in um, and uh, walled up and, and never see the, 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 the sun. What they do is they go out, they live poorly, and all they do is preach. They walk around Europe, and they're preaching, and they're just trying to help people. They're trying to bring God to the people, the scriptures, that kind of stuff. That's all great. However, th- then uh, comes the Black Plague, wipes a lot of them out and so now the uh the the order has to rebuild itself but it's not exactly a sexy thing to say hey come live with us and you're going to be poor your whole life and you're going to be begging for food or whatever so they start to bend some of the rules as far as communal property and and things like that and so even before he gets there there's this great debate and actually there's been some uh, some serious discussions and arguments between the two factions you have the conservatives who want to keep things simple uh, austere, and then you want the uh, the other the other Dominicans who want to be able to own property in a communal sense, but still they're going to be able to make a lot of money because they're getting a lot of donations. So you've got this battle for the soul of the brotherhood, and now he's coming in with even a more fire and brimstone approach. Even though it's in his head, he's not telling anybody yet. It's even more conservative than the conservatives. And he's coming in here and he's learning everything that they have to to offer. He learns philosophy. He learns logic. He's going through all the lessons. He hates it. And in fact, it makes his anger and hatred towards all that even more intense. But he knows he's got to play the game. He's got to climb the ladder. And he's going through there. But it's only a matter of time before his hatred for the world is going to come out. And it's going to come out when he gets the opportunity to preach, but that's in the future. But the point is, the the church is already having its own troubles, and now they've got this young guy in there, and they have no idea what they have let in their door. Yeah, and this whole thing about uh, walking around and talking to the people, again, they got out of the Cathars. Mm-hmm. Remember, this was a response. Mm-hmm. The Cathars were walking around talking to the people, and, uh, yeah, and the Dominicans people. and the Franciscans yeah. were like, oh, all right, people seem to like that. Maybe we should do that <laughs> we too. We can do that. They were like the Bill Gates yeah, we'll of for money, the but... uh, religious world back then. They were like, really? <laughs> Software? People like that? Right, we'll do that too. Um, oh. the, uh, the, the Dominicans lived on charity, as you said. They wore simple shabby robes, ate no meat, fasted often, Damn. handled no money. And owned nothing, yeah. weren't allowed to own any property except for a few books. Podcasters. Yeah. An address. Now, of course, our old friend Torquemada was a Dominican friar, the first Grand Inquisitor, so, and he's right. a contemporary of Savonarola, so you get a sense for what we're dealing with here. That's why we spent so much Intense. time on the Inquisition, by the way. It's all been building up to the Dominicans 
and uh, yes, yeah. we love a good builder. <laughs> that's right. That's basic. Yes, that's going. That's going to go on my tombstone. He loved a good build up. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Where should we start? Um, the Dominicans. The Dominicans were your Christian intellectuals. That's. I know that today that's a contradiction in terms, but mm. in, in, not in the late <laughs> Middle well, Ages. They were. In the late Middle Ages, right. you know, they, they were seen to be the Christian intellectuals. That's why they were running the Inquisition. They were the guys that were highly educated right. and could debate the finer points of theology. But their main mission, as mm-hmm. with the Franciscans and the, the other mendicant orders, the mendicant orders, I mean, the people who walked around and did stuff, was preaching. Now, the crowds would uh, fill the mendicant churches on Sundays and feast days, Lent, Advent, those sorts of things, come to hear the finer points of doctrine mm-hmm. explained to them. And, you know, it was it was all highly complicated stuff. It was part of the whole scholastical process. Oh, Point A, right. number 1.75.3B... <laughs> I would like to. Uh, I would like to protest what my esteemed colleague said. Uh, please refer to footnote seventy three point seven six nine five section subsection twelve uh, re- regarding the uh, l- the the way the letter J was written uh, in the name of Jesus in the book uh, on the on on the writing of the letter J in the name of Jesus. Uh, in that page uh, 1277 subsection D I would like to, I would like to address that in fact uh, uh, sorry let, let me start that again I lost my place in some <laughs> that was <clears throat> the style of preaching at the time <laughs> Woo. rock star and, rock and, show you know people yeah. came to to learn to be uh, to take in, be taken out right. of themselves and their problems, you know, they came to admire, yeah. to applaud, to to appreciate the artistry of these guys at their best. Compare preachers, rate their performances. All the audience had cards; they'd hold up a number, like like athletes, like what? Yeah, bubblegum cards. Yes, like athletes. Yeah, you compare, you know, you yeah, kids would yeah. trade. Yeah. Uh, Dominican friar cards in the <laughs> playground. People would hold up cards with numbers at the end of every speech and they'd be given golf claps and this kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> in the 14th and 15th century, uh, you know, in Italy and, and right across uh, Europe, the church, of course, was the place. That's You didn't go to nightclubs. Yeah. You didn't go bowling, Tommy G. You yeah, you didn't, you didn't go and right. hang out in uh, Starbucks, catch up. You went to church. That's where <laughs> you caught up with people, flirted. You know, we've we've seen lots of stories of oh, yeah. Petrarch seeing Laura in church and falling in love with her and going back to sneak a glance. Um, she'd flash a little bit of boob, um, that kind of stuff. That was – it all happened in church. If you had to kill someone, you did it in church as – we saw with Pope Sexy and the Patsy conspiracy. Church was everything. You know who'd be at it was the all church. Church, 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 yeah. church, 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 church. The church, urban church. center. Yeah. Now, yes. one of one of the, the most fun of parts of being a Dominican friar, though, of course, Ray, was the discipline, as right. they referred to it. What was the discipline, oh. Ray? <laughs> 
Is this the um, the self discipline as opposed to beating the shit out of somebody else? Because I want to get my uh, discipline yeah, right. Self discipline. So as he's as he's um, taking classes and he's learning these things, he's learned how to. Um, He's learning the daily rounds of the divine office, memorizing the book of Psalms, the constitution of the order, and, you know, all the, uh, the the practice devotionals to Mary. I get all that. That makes sense. However, they also have to learn, just in case they need to self-discipline if they're being naughty in their own thoughts, the um, mortification of the flesh through self-administered whipping. So I, I don't know if you take the, the rope off of yourself or is there something special for this, but then I guess you you fling backwards... Uh, or maybe to the side. I don't know. Hopefully there's a video on this somewhere. But yeah, don't don't hesitate to beat yourself in the name of God. Oh, yeah. Very sexy stuff. <laughs> Very sexy. How would that go? Would you do it over the shoulder? I would think there's a lot of power in that movement. Over the shoulder versus kind of to the sides. How would you oh, do it? Straight on the genitals, or have man. You straight on the... <laughs> get it up there. You know, don't muck around. I mean, you might warm up a little bit with a bit of the old over-the-shoulder flagellation, but what you're building up to is right on the old nutsack, right on the old uh, coconuts there, man. Like, well, they start off right. as walnuts. They end up as coconuts after you've been beating them long enough, as you well know. Um, yeah. Right, but then you're good like, with This God. is a good old fun Christian tradition. It goes right back to John the Baptist, as right. I said at the beginning of this episode. According to Mark oh. 1, 6, John was clothed with a garment of camel's hair and had a leather girdle about his loins, and he ate locusts and wild honey. Now, that sounds delicious, quite frankly, something you'd get at an upscale <laughs> yeah, Manhattan uh, restaurant. Right. Pay, f- pay $125. Yeah, be booked out 18 months in advance. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> who do I have to f- fuck to get a table at this place? Um the leather garment, obviously, was to stop him fucking or wanking. Like, uh, he didn't put that on himself, by the way. It was uh, his friends. who oh. He just kept wanking in public, Thank John you? the Baptist. Uh, the reason he was called John the Baptist is originally it was John the Faptist. He used to fap all the time. He was just... <laughs> and they were like, come on, John, like fucking... Cut it out, John. Will you cut it out? Yeah. Eventually. You're going to lose skin. He was like, hey, I'm not hurting anybody. They said, you'll go blind. He was like, ah. (laughs) And uh, eventually they put a leather girdle on him. Just. Good call. That's why he ended up in the water (laughs) baptizing people. He just, uh, you know, it was cold water just to keep his dick down. Right. I don't know if you, when you put a girdle on, you get a boner. There's no room for that leather to go, man. It's just right. sticking in there. Oh, painful. Oh. So he just spent all of his time in icy God. cold water just trying to keep it down. Uh, St. Paul, in his epistle to the Romans, says, If you live a life of nature, you are marked out for death. If you mortify the ways of nature through the power of the Spirit, you will have life. Sure. Christians were all about suffering as a means to get closer to the suffering of Jesus. St. Augustine of Hippo said, Subdue your flesh by fasting from meat and drink so far as your health permits. We also know that he said uh, Mm. those women deserve to get raped because, quite frankly, they were getting a little (laughs) bit uppity. Um, And... uh, 
and as we mentioned in an earlier episode, groups of people were going around whipping them scale, whipping themselves uh, and scaring the fuck out of the church in the 1300s in Italy, the penitents, I think they were called. Right. Uh, we're not worthy. Whap. We're not worthy. Whap. And so Pope <laughs> Clement the Sixth officially condemned them in a bull in 1349. Said, "Cut that shit out! You know, scaring the kids and making <laughs> us all look bad." The Inquisition was against it too, even though it was a Dominican practice. They were like, "Look, it's all right when we Ooh. do it because we know how to do it properly, right. straight on the old nutsack." But uh, don't, yeah, <laughs> you, you guys, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. So. Flailing all over the place. After his first year as a novice, Savo became a deacon in May 1st, oh. 1477 and started his preaching career. But unfortunately, Papa Bear, uh, we have to stop whipping yeah. our nuts for the moment and go. We'll do that in the next episode next week. Right. We'll pick up the nuts next time. Thank you. What's up, motherfucker?